Welcome to the podcast. We're here to entertain and inform a bit while talking about Digimon. I'm Mark. I run with the will. I'm A.R. Paul Vermini's Kingdom Servant number 74. And May cannot make it due to last-minute issues. Mimi called her for service. Yeah, poor May. The the one episode that we've done so far about the episodes where she wasn't able to pull away from work, and it's about it's the one she really wanted to do. I have a prepared statement from May to um, assess the uh, episode. It was, and I quote, Mimi is best girl. I, I asked May if she had any statements. Her statement was, get in her plugs. That's fair. Which, to be fair, I do anyways. Gotta, I know. Yeah, that's yeah. Get the, gotta get the money turning. Yeah. Gotta get the money, dollar, dollar mm-hmm. bill, y'all. Let us go ahead and talk about episode six, The Targeted Kingdom. I'm trying to decide where to even start, because it is both an episode that has stuff happened, and also nothing kind of happens in it. It was very much the same thing that we've had for the third straight episode, mm, which uh, is okay. Which is okay. I, I would kind. I would kind of disagree because the Koshiro episode really was more of a data dump than character introduction, partially because we had already met him for so much. Yeah, but that but, data dump was so like it had so much information that we kind of knew or suspected already yeah. that I almost don't count it as a data dump, even though, yeah, I suppose you're right. Yeah. Um, but it, uh, see, this is also where you can also see the weakness in, Hey, let's have them show up separately. So everyone gets a proper introduction episode in that. If you want to have all the characters show up quickly, you have to kind of do this time after time. And it, it doesn't make for a bad episode. It does make for a, kind of monotonous episode that only works because of the characters though I guess it's I, I still would like a little more variety with oh no 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 I, we got a we got a little bit with Mimi you know Mimi's starting to shake things up a little bit and we will get more as yeah. Joe Yamato show up but we're starting to get hungry for yeah. more varied character interactions, and, which we definitely yeah. haven't been getting with Taichi and Sora very much on the same page. Yeah, that's kind of what I mean, though, is that you they all you almost have to go the, and now we're introducing character number five. But on the plus yeah. side, on the plus side, though, they can only really do this again one more time, at least in time after time after time. Right. Assuming Just, that Tikara is going to be a while. Well, but uh, even if they're not a while, I don't think it's going to be... Then the next episode is him popping up and then it being his introduction episode. Yeah, I mean, Takeru will still has to get an introduction episode yeah. because he really hasn't had one. I'm just but, saying it's going to be... Yeah, it'll be easier when it's been line. a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So at the very least, this is the second to last of the... We need to introduce everyone because that's what we decide to do. So... Mm-hmm. Me, am I wrong, or did Mimi's introduction seem, I don't, not more low key, but less? Like we kind of thought that we were getting like a kind of retread of Mimi as the princess, and like structurally, sure, but it doesn't go through those beats, so it almost felt maybe a little too calm. Yeah, it was. I how did I word it? It was. It could have been more disruptive. But I don't mind that it was because, you know, they're kind of getting to Mimi, like most characters, that Mimi's kind of in mid-season form already, which yeah. isn't really a bad thing. Like, you still got you still got the key notes for her. Yeah. How do we feel about Palmon being the butler? I like Palmon as the butler. That's an interesting wording for it. I, I didn't hear anybody complaining about the translation of that, so I assume that was what it was supposed to be, so... I, I would. I, I, it really shakes up the uh, the partner dynamic to have her being referred to as the butler. I just kind of liked her standing there in the pose, like after she was announced, where she got very serious about it. Yeah, Palmon seems to be fine with it. So okay, yeah. she's yeah. the butler. I assume servant number one as well. Probably. Yeah. Um, I will say, and more than a more than a few people actually commented on it. It was a small thing, but it worked well for me. It was the Tanamon's signaling with their Yeah, uh, the Tanamon semaphore. I forgot to mention that in the uh, in the blog, yeah. Like, that was I a great little Tanamon's. moment. 
I love the tandem on Semaphore and the way they were bouncing on the uh, drums is to signal the yes, arrival. Of... That was good. Yeah, Tanamon had, they were very versatile little creatures yeah. that you wouldn't suspect for a little balled up sprout. Yeah, so how do we feel about the new version of Mimi? I mean, you've talked about you've talked about it a bit. Yeah, Mimi's, it's fine. No, it's, yeah. I, I like that they're, you know, there's sort of a, a background for her being very sympathetic and, you know, wanting to, to care a lot. Yeah. I mean, I would have liked them you know, that flashback where they showed her that, that they said basically that she was kind of lost and alone before she met Palmon. I would have liked them to develop that a little bit just to show that, yes, she is an actual 10 year old and that she would be a little frightened of this place before Palmon calmed her down. That is one thing that has been seriously lacking. And that was an opportunity to show that I wish they had, but once we catch up with her in the present day, yeah, she was fine. Yeah. I'm trying to think about her voice wasn't what I expected. It's her voice isn't bad, but it's not quite what I expected for Mimi, to be honest. Oh, we've been so used to, you know, I might has been such, is such a central character and she has such a unique voice. But but even like when we heard Hitomi Yoshida's Mimi, almost there was in the tri voices in general, almost no one had complaints minus that they just weren't the old voices. This mm-hmm. and part of the issue maybe is I'm not sure how much of Mimi we got to know in this episode. Maybe why the voice didn't quite fit for me. Yeah, I mean maybe we'll we'll yeah. see more hopefully down the line when we get some a little more varied yeah. emotions from these kids. Yeah, because we we got more of Mimi playing the part of Queen Mimi, if that makes sense. Right it, now it, we need to see yeah, a little more of the Mimi sad Mimi, basically. Yeah. yeah. The animation's still, I'd say, better than fine this time. Like, it was... I had, the whole, I had some issue with some of the wide shots. Uh, see, I see when you're looking. I'm not... A few I'm, things. There's a few... I'm not... Few yeah, I, I know the shot there. I know the shot you're thinking of, because it's the one people keep pointing to as, it looks bad. It's like, it's a wide shot. It's not supposed to be detailed. I The one you're thinking yeah. of is like, is like the, the three-fourth shot from far away. There are a couple of those. Yeah, but the main like, one that I'm, I'm thinking of... I, I had a problem with like all of the wide eh. shots, but, but I'm not one to really pick nitpick yeah. the animation anyway, so um, yeah. I mean, the action scenes were really good so those were that's where you really want the answer and am i wrong or is opinion turning on the insert song i kind of expected that i think i said that when it first aired it's like it takes a few times to get used to and by the time by the time you get to episode eight and it's like yeah this is a banger well i also think and i may be wrong i may be misremembering this they started the song later in the piomon episode yes and so, yeah. so like in the last episode and this one, they started it a bit earlier, so it could ramp up a bit more with what was happening, so it kind of fits better. Mm-hmm. So that also, may also was, it was also there was more to ramp up in this one yeah. because there were several set pieces with the action there, which I love. Yeah, the 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 act the action sequencing the the tactics going on from both the good yeah. and the bad guys. That I really like. Yeah, I, I would say the an and I even I said this on the site. The animation star of this episode was that close up of Ogremon as he's getting ready to leap, mm-hmm. where like he, they show him. Yeah, where they show him really detailed, and you see his face move a bit, and then he just starts jumping forward, and then it switches to the wide shot, which the wide shot was not super pretty, but it worked really well. But that close up right. of Ogremon was just gorgeous. Yeah, Ogremon really fascinated me in this because he's actually kind of thinking and, you know, it's like, okay, these two Tuskmon fell in the trap. So let's send these two wide. I'm going to get this other Digimon to go under. Yeah. Tactics Ogremon. Who knew? You're going to kill that joke. You know, I absolutely. I I literally every place that I've seen you discuss the episode tactics, Ogremon tactics, that that joke's going to be buried by the time it pops up next week when he no doubt will show up again. Well, this is the one episode I'm done with it after this. Okay. Remember. Yeah. If you, if he uses it again, everyone call him a liar. No, it's, (laughs) 
it's a one it's like it, the first time you see yeah. it it's like okay i'll make yeah. the joke and then after that we'll move on to something else yeah. i'll find a i'll find a really stupid shrek joke i don't know and how do you feel about everyone going a few a uh, bit ago hooray there's no time dilation everything's in real time and they will certain they will never go back on that I don't think I joined that club one way. Oh, I, I don't. I, I, actually, I hadn't actually thought about the time I, dilation. I don't think any of us joined that club because partially because we keep getting not data dumps, but they're giving us information doled out. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of the way I want to word this because it's people have been jumping to that X isn't said, so that doesn't exist. When it, I mean, rem- I mean, remember the original series? They, oh yeah, they we didn't, didn't even get come up about until it didn't come on to, went yeah, home. Exactly. Yeah, I think it threw so, people. Like, I, I think people jumped to the conclusion because we got so much real world stuff early on here, though. But even then, we saw the clock not sync up, though. Yeah. Also, the first three episodes were that was more or less real time, so yeah. that might have thrown people off and. Yeah, but they explained that too. Yeah, that you know it was shallow enough in the network that it was it, there wasn't any lag, and then you go deeper in, and, and if there and if there and, it, and if there is not lag, it's because of the digivice, right? Which is another great yeah. cop out. Now, now remember also, but, the most the the big thing I appreciate with that is that that wasn't something that was provided by a data dump. That was something that Koshiro discovered on his own. Yeah which is a huge difference for me. It's like, that's something where Koshiro, you know, the characters themselves are figuring this stuff out and uncovering these parts of the mystery rather than going to location X and having random tablet or essence of Valdermon explain things to them. I mean, to be fair, Koshiro's sort of been figuring stuff out because he was randomly given information to his computer though. So he may not have actually figured that out on his own. It may be information that he pulled up. I got the impression that he was looking for news information about the blackouts, and what, that's what okay. He okay, I, okay. I misunderstood. I misunderstood what you yeah. meant. Then you no, mean he, yeah, you mean he discovered it just from looking for information and realized something was wrong. Yeah, he was. He downloaded okay. that newscast and then said hey wait a second this is okay. sinking upright and then he kind of put two and two together and relay that information to tai chi yeah i really like that i like it when the yeah. kids discover stuff on now, their own rather than having the information handed to them i think we may end up with a case of the digivice did it uh I mean, it's really, I guess it's ambiguous how Koshiro got that newscast, but. No, 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 no. I mean, in the sense of that they can use the Digivice to break the rules as is necessary without further explanation beyond the Digivice did it. Oh, yeah. Well, they explained that already, that that was the case. Yeah, I'm just. Or or rather, they suspected that case, and we all shrug and say, yeah, it makes sense, and just sort of accept that because. Digivice is cool. Basically, yes. The CSAs do not have that same power, I should mention. So if you're if you're ordering one, don't expect to cheat time. You mean the adventure one? It's not yeah. a CSA, it's the actual toy game thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the CSAs can't do that either, but... The, CS- the CSAs can throw audio at you and light up. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it this I don't believe this is the worst episode we've seen, but I'd say it's probably a bit lower overall. And uh, par- it was and it may not be on the episode's merits itself. It may just be that kind of tired of the introductions and want stuff to start. Yeah, it's more for me it's like maybe it's Stockholm syndrome. It's like I this is sort of a repetition of the pattern where I'm like, okay, I can I'm I'm buying into the pattern and what they're doing yeah. with the caveat is I expect there to be Soon. more from the characters yes. later on. Yeah. So yeah, good, good introduction for Mimi, but need to get out of the introduction soon. And if there, if it, there can only be so many more at this point. 
Yeah, really, it's like, I, and I still do hope that they shake it up a little more with Joe. So do I, and, and, the, and this, well, that's where we have episode seven, the, that boy is Joe Kiddo, we have the extended intro. Is Joe Keto. And I assume you would still not like to know episode synopsis since we have it for it. Prefer I'd prefer not to. Yeah. Okay. We will go over we will go over the titles though, so beware anyone. That's fine. So and these are these uh Onke translated these, and of course they may be different in what we end up getting. So next episode we get Joe Gomamon won't comment on the synopsis about what happens. But maybe something will be thrown up a little bit. Maybe. Then episode eight, the children's siege of the castle. Which there memories of castles from the first adventure make you wonder, but I don't imagine it will be anything too crazy here. There was technically only one actual castle in now, the original series. I, I, I'm this using the term the castle with air, I'm using the term castle with air quotes. So like I there suppose. could be the time when Mimi was yeah. the princess that you could consider that a castle. Oh. That oh. sort of thing. Yeah, I don't count that. Okay. That's not what now, episode episode 9's where people start to got, get upset. We do not have a synopsis, we have a title. Perfect levels invade. Oh, I can see what's happening with that. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. And then episode yeah, 10. I can, see why, I can see why people are getting upset and I will tell them they're wrong. Yeah. And then episode <laughs> 10, the steel super evolution. Okay. Do we want to theorize at all or not really? No, I don't. I'm trying not to theorize yeah, too I'm, much. I'm, not, I, I don't want to theorize off of episode titles. I should say that. Like, I can theorize off of stuff we've seen so far. I'm not going to forecast what we expect from episode titles because that's when you really embarrass yourself yeah i I will go ahead and predict one thing we will see some sort of perfect level in either episode nine or ten right that that is my safe no effort guess yeah yeah so also also it's another safe guess is well finish the episode titles before i say no no that that's it Episode. Oh, that was it. Because seven, because seven, we knew because six aired, then eight, nine, and ten. Okay, I wasn't sure how far they went. They usually go like a month in advance, I suppose. So yeah, yeah. I guess we'd be caught up with that. Yeah. Okay, you I were going to say something. I was going to say that if I'm going to make a prediction, I would say that generally the first couple perfect evolutions from the kids, their the names of the Digimon themselves would be in the episode title. All I would throw out there. True. But I, w- I wonder if that sort of thing may be different this time, because you would have s- sort of, like, episode seven, Joe's name is in the title. Episode six, Mimi's is not. And yeah, you, would sort of, you would sort of expect that to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the smart way to title episodes, but I don't know. Japan always has that really weird thing of if they really, if they're going to hype up a, a Digimon showing up. And a kid's perfect level would fit the bill that they're going to throw it in the episode title. To be fair, though, they didn't hype. They didn't hype up Omegamon at all. No, <laughs> that's but true. Like, 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 even with the episode title, they didn't. Hi- they didn't put any footage of him in the previews or even hint that he was going to show up. It was literally just he shows up at the end, and then people went, "Oh, either good or bad." People well, just freaked out one way or the other. Yeah, well, let's cross our fingers that they're actually going to be a little savvy with that. Like, I hope I'm wrong in that they do, you know, intend to surprise us once in a while. Yeah. Hey, they I, I, they got to surprise us. They surprised us like hell at the end of episode one, just saying episode two was called War Game. Yeah, that's yeah. true, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, we kind of we'll knew we kind of knew the vibe that they were going for, and now it's like, okay, they're yeah. just going straight at it. They're yeah, not so, gonna hide. They're not hiding that yeah. because we all expected it anyway. Yeah. So we'll see what pops up, but I, I would like to see the surprise where even whether people like it or not, where they just like freak out like at the end of episode two, because that re- even because even if you saw it coming, you couldn't really be sure if Omega Man was gonna pop up in episode two of the show with no hinting or anything. Sure, sure. Which was which was fun to see. I Rivet- am pro surprises. So am I. So we'll see what surprises may pop up. 
And do we have anything else to say about episode six of the preview for seven? Minus that we're looking forward to Joe, I think. Yeah, I'm crossing my fingers that Joe will make things interesting. Yeah, we'll see. And then it is time for the news. First up, the... That needs to have sound or something. God, that's that's set up right for some sort of a sound bite. We're not that sort of show, though. Wario gonna win. (laughs) And pop-up shop. Fine, you do Wario, then. I wasn't gonna do a... No, I'm not talking Wario. Um, I'm talking, like, some sort of a news flash sounder. You can make noises. I'm not gonna make the. I'm not gonna do it. I would try to look one up, but I don't. We haven't tested that. We yeah. haven't tested inserting so, sound. We're not. You're, we're not a local morning show. Come on. So the third, the third LB the- pop up theater shop opened up, and it's adventure t- themed, as we knew. The less overall this time because, as we suspected, the coronavirus kind of put them into different scheduling for shops. So this is. The new show, plus stuff from the Kazuna shops, and unannounced was even some other adventure stuff popped up, like, um, what were the little beanbag ones that everyone liked? Yeah. The, the original adventure one showed up, plus the Kazuna ones. Um, mm. Artwork here's nice. It's angry. Frontier like stuff. It. Yeah, yeah how, Frontier stuff. Yeah, how nice is it to actually have Frontier stuff show up? I mean, sure. No one, no one's gonna buy it, but it's nice that it showed up. <laughs> See, if you want frontier stuff, and you're in Japan or know someone in Japan, that's when you tell them to go buy it, even though it's blind packed. So that's not really helpful. Oh, it's blind packed. Yeah, I'm sorry for everyone who's looking for more yeah. canon. They just, now, they just want the canon Wormon thing, now, and they get stuck yeah. with frontier. Now, I will say this: the patches being blind packed, the the embroidery patches, that feels mean. Yeah, that's one where you have a favorite. Yeah, you that, want that a favorite. Yeah, and there's but, a and there's so much variety yeah. and there's so much there's so much love in these that you know everyone's going to have one that they really want, possibly several that they really want. But you know, yeah, that's one where it's like, oh, I'm sorry, you're stuck with Edamon. Yeah, and am I wrong or do they, I can't decide if the hair bands look fun or if they look stupid as hell. That's one I want to see modeled. Yeah, they don't work flat, do they? And then the yeah. la- the, the lack character puzzle toys. Again, it's... I don't know if I like these or not. Nah, I'm. I like the idea behind them, but they're a little too abstract. We want we want me. Legos. Yeah, there you go. And then the big surprise was the acrylic card show up, which it's the six series, but it looks like they're not marking. It's all advent- new adventure stuff. It's all new adventure stuff, but it is. It does appear to be in the same format. Yes, it, as it the is old it, one, so it's all consistent. Which you know, well, you don't have um, to number it or the, anything. The, you the, get the old, idea. There actually is one thing that isn't consistent. Um, it doesn't have. No, I was actually going to say the Digimon doesn't have the um, Digimon Adventure title at the bottom like the others did. Uh, the Digimon themselves do not have any. Oh, actually, they did. And in fact, I, 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 I believe even for Tamers and Frontier, they said Digimon Adventure. I think Atmon and maybe Cross Wars was the only one that didn't. Cross Wars uh, does actually say Cross Wars on it. Yeah, I, I think a, I have a Sparrowmon one. Okay, I think I all the other. I think I all the others just said them. Digimon Adventure. I'm looking at them, and uh, well, they're in Japanese. Is the one thing the Cross Wars is? I can actually read the Cross Wars. I can't tell what the adventure. Uh, maybe the adventure one oh, wait, actually yeah. says adventure on it. Yeah, it says Digimon Adventure in English. I pulled them up. The um... really? Oh no, no. Everyone except everyone except Atmon says Digimon Adventure on them. Hmm. Now I'm looking at the pad. I'm looking at the base of the Padamon one, and it has you know it's all kanji, so I can't really. Oh, maybe one sec. I'm going to send you an image. Perhaps they actually changed that then. There, I sent you an image. I sent you an image of an older one. Uh, let's see. Where yeah, you... no, I have, I have this Patamon one, and it doesn't have. Okay, it does not have the Digimon I'm, Adventure. I'm also, looking at, I'm also looking at the actual plates, not the cards themselves. Okay, That's... I'm I'm talking about the card portion. Oh yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, where yeah, it's I set... those. those okay. are hiding somewhere. <laughs> no, I mean the actual um. 
the oh, okay the yeah you're talking about the itself. actual thing okay yeah, yeah that, the, okay that makes sense but on that one the sparrowmon one i'm looking at does actually say cross wars on the plate okay in, that uh, that makes that makes sense and I then, can read Katakana. Yeah, so then we have a bunch of older stuff which we're not going to go over, and they added two more items. They added everyone's beloved boxer briefs, which will show up July 31st, and then more of the travel stickers to put on your luggage. And I, I like the Mochimon one. Yeah, the stickers are fun. Mochimon always works. Mm. And we expect more items will probably pop up. And there's been even more stuff that we've only even noticed looking in pictures. But then we have a couple of anniversaries. Hurricane Touchdown, the movie that everyone either likes or likes to hate. I don't like to hate it. I just wish it was... I, 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 th- I, think you ta- I think you take a bit of pride in hating it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not really. I wish I liked it more because there's, there's things to enjoy about it. It's just overall, it's just kind of a mess. And then the like, sabers, like it looks Sorry. pretty sometimes. <laughs> no, it looks pretty. Sometimes you have to put an asterisk next to. You mm-hmm. wish it looked pretty. I wish it flowed better. Is what it, it yes. is. Yes. And then the Digimon Savers 3D theme park attraction footage opened back in 2006, and. That and the adventure one have gotten some good play over the years because ended up in theaters as part of a um, CGI short fair, then ended up on DVD, then ended up on Blu-ray, and the Blu-ray is like full native proper 3D. That ride footage has gotten some good use over nearly 20, getting near 15 years at this point. I need to watch that again. I think I've only seen it like once. I don't remember the Savers one being that good, to be honest. It, it's kind of like a uh, mission. It probably, it probably wasn't, but it is Savers, so and I, I like Savers content. So, well, no, that's it was actually my point is that it's kind of a mishmash of Savers, Tamers, and even Zero Two and Frontier stuff more than feeling like Savers. And what's the downside of that? See, you can't. People can't get upset when I say I don't like Savers when I'm trying to pay it a compliment and. People are still, and then you're insulting it. But it's mixed in with Tamers and the Digimon from Zero Two. Like I'm down with that. Ar secretly Digimon. hates. Ar secretly hates Savers and has been planning this for years. Fine, I'll watch the other Savers movie. I like that one just as much. I'm pretty sure that one's even worse. <laughs> At least the 3D one looks nice. Like. There's a good master, and it doesn't look like trash when you look at it. I will say this: that everyone, that, everyone reads, everyone reads my fan fiction was my reverence for rhythm. So, I, 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 I wish that movie had a better master for people like it because that movie really looks terrible. It does not look good. Yeah, but well, I, no, no, no. I'm not talking about the animation itself. I'm talking about like the actual master that. Yeah, no, I, I know, I know. It just looks yeah. like trash, and then. All kinds of cards. Um, how do we feel about you? I mean, yeah, Agumon maybe show up a little much, even for Agumon. I mean, you got to spread it out. No, but that's what I mean. There's at least two Agumons already for the set now. I, I want someone to be able to build an entire deck of Agumons and make it work. We're we're getting there. <laughs> um. So much good art. And then we got an eight-pack promo card of black and purple cards announced, which will start to show up at card events. It's going to be at the pop-up shop for anyone who spends over a 1,000 yen. It was supposed to be at ACGHK 2020, along with another four-card promo pack, but I believe they pushed that back today yeah. to August or not um, October, December, based on what happens. Mm. So we will see. And the Metal Greymon on the cover of that pack may be a threat that we could get another Agumon card. Yay! <laughs> and then I'm just gonna back up. I'm gonna start cheering for more Agumon yeah. in this deck. I mean, because so far we have a few different reds. There's a yellow and there's a green. Other colors have to be coming soon. I mean, every, his entire line exists as black cards now, <laughs> minus Agumon himself. So we will see. 
Um, yeah, there were two more episodes of Fun Digica going over questions people had about the rules. A boost, a booster set two match for card battle, which nice that they're doing that a bit. That that's good marketing, I will say. Actually, mm, having yeah. people play with them that that's yeah for sure yeah. And then we get the product potpourri. Um, pre-orders for the Digivice through Premium Bandai for a bit of a loop. After a week and a half, they decided they had to close pre-orders and reopen them with anyone ordering after they reopened getting it a month later because demand. Which explains why Adventure crushes everything under its boot. <laughs> like, it, and the fact that a week and a half was when they had the new one open means they'd already decided it days earlier. Mm-hmm. So, Adventure continues to destroy all. We did get a little bit of fun with Adventure, though, or with um, the Digivice, though. You saw the... Um, where they put on social media where click and it will pick a Digimon for you. Yes, I got Gomamon. Yeah, and it reveals that the original Digivice Easter egg of Vidramon being there will seemingly be making a return. Oh, that's fun. I didn't notice that. Yeah, it, they talked about if you click on the right one, you might get the strongest Digimon, and the only one that didn't fit in perfectly mm-hmm. was Vidramon, yeah. so yeah. that it has to be that one. But um, the second batch of pre-orders, which is open, same details, it's just December. Mon Mon Memo came back with almost no real information. It was almost more just, hey, the newest CSA finally shipped. This is still here. And there may be a secret there, so go get it. And also look at all this other stuff we have pre-orders for. And look, it's the Digital Monster Revival, which still nothing to say about. More interesting was... The Shoto figures actually went the premium version of the set is on Premium Bandai USA for a good price. Fifty dollars oh. with an extra fifty dollars with an extra ten for shipping. It's the same as the Japanese set with one exception. They are not including the gum. Oh no. I assume that's because they just don't want to deal with it being classified oh, as yeah, food stuff. God, yeah, Because here's the thing. It's literally just a- one piece of gum in each thing. Yeah, that would mess so much up. Yeah, so I'm not so, shocked. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, to just to not have to deal with that because that changes everything in that you're shipping food. Glad somebody thought of that ahead of time. Yeah, but yeah, for sixty bucks, that's really not bad. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Assu- assuming assuming you want the stands and the collector's box. It, it's yeah. still much cheaper to get the figures on their own, but if you want the fancy stuff, you got to pay. Um, and then we got another um, folder continent report. Continent, continent report. Don't know why I thought I said that wrong. I'm pretty sure I actually said that correct in the first place. Covers Nightmare Soldiers. This one, the machine translation really didn't like. So at some point we'll have to put in a good translation for this. It basically goes over Ghostmon. It is Ghostmon, yeah. Yeah. I mean, love to Labramon. Look at Labramon getting some love lately. Yeah. Getting Did, some, getting some love. Well, may, maybe, maybe. Getting some maybe. love in the continent report in the game that may or may not exist. Yeah, it it, it counts as love when it actually comes out, not when. I mean, we've seen it for over a year at this point, the dog. Maybe the dog has to die for the game to come out. That would be consistent with Labramon's lore. (laughs) Moving on from that, a couple of quick Kazuna updates. New Zealand is getting theatrical screenings, although information wasn't quite forthcoming, just that they were going to be happening. That's their reward for taking care of COVID the right way. And I believe just was it yesterday where they actually have declared it gone from New Zealand? That's what I read, yeah. Yeah. And store exclusives for the Blu ray and DVDs. These were kind of like the fill in ones that we hadn't seen before. We get the tote bag with the even more special Amazon version because they get two versions this time. Mm. Clearly, Try failed for them and they're just trying to make their money back. I'm still gobsmacked that they're doing two Amazon versions this time. That is stupid. Especially mm-hmm. since, as far as I can tell, the only difference is the mm-hmm. even more more expensive version gets the tote bag. Yeah. 
Um, Kamishin Electronics gets can badges because why not? Mm-hmm. And they updated the art for the animate um, artboard, which sa- sa- same same art. They just added a little border to it. Yeah, because who doesn't like a border? And then let's see what's next. Ah, Digifest polls. The Digimon Adventure Two poll closed. So that was that open last week. Yes. Did we talk about that opening? No, it, it opened. It opened I bl- and closed. Yes, it opened and closed in the one week we had. Okay. Because I put it was when it opened on Wednesday and it closed on Sunday for us. Yeah, so we didn't get a chance to joke about the uh, the episode the the scene that we wanted to pick before uh, they reveal which Ken scene wins. Yeah, I'm trying to remember which one I actually picked. I think that I picked. And I really do. I don't remember which one I picked for this. To be I want to uh, say maybe for episode 46, the three Digimon talking to Black War Greymon. Maybe that's what I picked. I honestly don't remember. Oh, I picked a Karen punching the Kaiser because I'm a simple man. <laughs> I know what I'm here for. Yeah. And then the currently open one until July 17th, which 16th for us is try. I mean, this one, I. Th- I feel like I'm going to go ahead and guess what's going to win, which is going to be um, Hercules Kabuterimon. That's the vibe I'm getting for sure for this one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that That's, it, that's just, although, although a lot of people, a lot of people like the Patamon one and the reunion in the digital world. And I've seen a lot of Japanese posts about the Omegamon versus Alphamon one. I know. I've seen a couple for that one too. Like, it's weird. I didn't ex- like, I mean, I like the scene, but it's not, like when I think of Chai, that fight isn't like a centerpiece thing to me, at least. And but I like, remember, I remember, um, Makemon's death. I thought did really well last time. There was something like this, but maybe my yeah. mind's foggy on that one. But no, the vibe I'm getting right now, is uh, Hercules Kabuterimon. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I'm seeing a lot of. Yeah, uh, the, I will say this: they picked eight good scenes because I am seeing distribution of people talking about almost every single one. But it, it the Hercules Kabuterimon yeah. one is the one that feels like it's crushing everything. Yeah, for sure. These are some good choices. Yeah, and the Digimon music producer hinted that they're working on something for Digifest. What that is, no clue. It's just Digimon music is preparing for that day. They're going to make another Wada Koji CD and with us going, ugh, again, aren't they? I hope not. And we got. I feel, like we should, I feel like we should be past that by now, but yeah. And we got poll results for the favorite LCD poll. A few surprises here, but nothing that surprising. Like a lot of people are like the CSA is ranked so low. I'm still not sure why the CSAs were here, to be honest. Yeah, right. I, I mean, you can say they have LCDs in them, but they're not an LCD toy. They're not yeah, a toy. Not a toy. It, it, it's a, a prop. Yeah, the, I feel bad for the Cross Wars Mini. The Cross Wars Mini just got crushed. May chiming in with some more input. Mimi is still best girl. Okay. Um, I think the only thing surprising is that you had the originals rank above the 15th or 20th versions of stuff, which are as far as I'm aware from everyone who gets them actually better in every way than whatever they replaced. It's nostalgia. Yep. The original one crushes everything, which may actually make a good explanation why they would do the revival ones at all. Yeah. This is weird. It's we have a different perspective because we can just order them for like $20 and it doesn't, like they have been gone from the Japanese market for a while at this point, even the anniversary ones. So that may in and of itself be an explanation. Any, any placement here actually surprise you or not really? I honestly hadn't looked at them because I don't really. I, toys. I, I, I will say I actually thought the IC would rank higher. Cause I remember people really liking that one. Because it was like, the, I think it was the first Digivice type one that had the raising stuff in it, if I'm remembering correctly. 
I actually expected that one to rank higher. But, and then we always like the art. So the Palmon art from Digimon Web, which has shown up before. Yep. And which oddly still has rendering errors from last time. Which bothers me. Kenji Watanabe drawing Palmon and Togemon, which is great. Mm-hmm. I like how he's doing stuff outside of his normal style, I have to say. Yeah, I didn't I didn't catch that was Watanabe the first time I saw it. Yeah. And then early artwork for Cross Wars, which we've seen this before, but never quite so nice. Yeah. Always and, nice to get this yeah. stuff recirculating. And also an explanation from Watanabe why they changed Shoutmon's name from Damdamon. Which is, they named him after a weapon that is banned to some degree, and they decided maybe that wasn't a great idea. <laughs> um, then there's the quote-unquote early version of Sparamon Ulman, which is a weird little I'm guy. okay with that change. Yeah, that... Um, yeah. I can I, see how that doesn't quite work when you try to... Well, I assume, at least in this early formation, it was intended to always be there as the head. Yeah, maybe. that That's my assumption. I could be completely wrong, but if it was in mm. artwork before they had anything, it yeah. feels like that's what its part was to be. At the same time, it just doesn't feel symbolically appropriate for one of Nene's Digimon to be the head of... Well, are we, are, we assu- are, are we assuming this is Nene's? I don't know. Well, it said it was supposed to be well. They kind of say equivalent. So, but that's what I mean. It may have just been that at this point, that's what the Digimon was. Then they changed it to Sparamon and moved it to Dene. Maybe. I mean, I still uh, look at and I still no, look at this one and see that it could work as yeah. Nene's partner. And then, and they made no comment about whatever the hell the other version of Starmon is. <laughs> at least I at least I assume that's meant to be Starmon. I guess. Is the Pikmon are there? That's an ugliest fuck Digimon. <laughs> yeah. I'm just um, that one wasn't there. Yeah. And then um the voice recording challenge contest, we had a few Digimon related entries. Uh Volcano Oda did one, which was really good. Um, Tanimoto Takeyoshi did one, which he actually showed his audio bar, his audio, um, tracks, and he put in a lot of effort to it. And then Volcano Oda did one where he had a bit more fun with it. And I was just a, like, he did the deep voice for Agumon. He was making all the squeaking noises for the Algomons. It was really good. <laughs> he just did like this Tai Chi <laughs> for mm-hmm. Agumon. Yeah. Yeah. And. We'll go ahead and go on to questions. While we do some of the ones that were sent ahead of time, you guys can throw them in the chat. So the first one was, since you did movies, how about TV recommendations, good and bad? We'll have to remember to have May do this next time. I will go ahead and do good first, and then you shall go. I, I will... couldn't think of a bad one. So. Yeah, that, that, okay. that, one's hard. that one's harder, because with a movie, like a bad movie over 90 minutes can still be fun to watch. A bad TV show, you sort of stop watching. Yeah. So to like start, you don't with, binge yeah. bad TV. Yeah. So to start with good TV, I guess, I, I guess you know. I guess there's you know you might like a a, t- a genre TV show that isn't particularly highly rated, but you know it's a favorite to you. But at the same time, if it's a favorite to you, you don't really want to call it bad. So. Yeah. My recommendation for good would be Psych. I was just thinking about Psych the other day. My wife's been watching The Mentalist, which makes me want to watch Psych. The, I, I, I watched The Mentalist for a very long time, and I was The Mentalist is psych without the fun. Yeah, that's... Like, I watched The Mentalist, like, this needs more fun, and that yeah. had me drawn to... Like, I yeah. didn't watch... I, 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 like I, watched the, I watched the first season of Psych. See, like, that was, that the, was me- right. the, yeah. the Mentalist did something very impressive, which also made it so that I basically stopped watching it a few episodes later. It actually ended its main plot just ending it. And yeah. then still going on with the show. It's like, yeah. wow, that's impressive to go, you know what? We're not going to keep stretching this out. We're going to end it. And then a few episodes later after the show, you know, reinvented stuff. I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't think I need to keep watching this anymore. I, I like mm-hmm. the, the thing that I was here to watch is done. Yeah. 
that's really the only thing I'd be hanging on to if I was paying a lot of attention to yeah. it. So, yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, if they're resolving but, that, then. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Psych is just a really fun show to watch. It's very joyful. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and we get new Psych this week. Oh, are they doing another movie? Yep. And uh, Lassiter's back. Okay. Because. Cool. Well, you, did you watch the last movie? I did not watch the last movie. I only I've only seen I think the, the first season. Before they filmed the movie, they effectively had to change everything. Mm. Um Timothy Omunson had a really bad stroke before they filmed. Oh. So they couldn't have the actors go back to the sit to the city they were from because he's the police chief there. Yep. Um so they had it they just had it take place in the city they moved to. And they had him in one scene in a video call and you could tell like they slapped a suit on him and propped him up and you could tell like he really wanted to do it but he really couldn't be in it so it's literally like him propped against like a green screen wall and they put in a background mm-hmm. and it's him doing mm-hmm. his best to talk oh. yeah and um he's he's not completely better but he's much better and to get around it I guess he gets shot at the beginning of the movie oh so he's in a hospital bed and everything. Mm-hmm. And they've called it the movie Lassie Come Home. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> Which tells that's you how joy- That's the joy. That's your yes. that's the joyous yeah. right there. Yeah. So I'm hopeful it will do well. I'm hopeful there'll be more. And more amusing is we were supposed to see it half a year ago and then it got delayed even though they were done with it. Unlike anything we're aware of. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I, I heavily recommend Psych. So good from you, Ar. My good is I will never pass up the chance to promote Crazy Ex Girlfriend because ha- I ha- haven't watched it, but been under, recommended to me. Underdog. It's such an underdog show that uh, it simultaneously like has this huge like little fandom underground, but you know doesn't get the attention it really that I feel it deserves because it, it has this, these great characters. It really plays up the idea of, of the, you know, the concept of the crazy ex-girlfriend trope and really bites into it. And it really, it also really addresses the, you know, ins and outs of mental illness in a really smart way. And that's really uh, accessible and relatable to people. And on top of that, the music is just fantastic. Um, Adam Schlesinger, who from uh, Fountains of Wayne, who actually just passed away due to COVID, was the writer of a lot of the songs. And it, the love there just shines through uh, for basically all sorts of music genres. I'll need to check that out because I don't remember. I, I remember people recommending the show to me and just not sitting down and watching it. Mm. Yeah, um, it's, I mean, it, it, you, you, it helps to have to be a, a musical fan, I guess, but but no, I, I really enjoy it. Okay, and what would you say your bad show you'd recommend is? I guess I could not think of a bad show that I would actually recommend other people watch. Like, if I got through a show and hated it, I'm like, I, I'm not going to subject you to Well, that. here's the thing. It could be a show that you like and you just don't think it's particularly a good show. Yeah, I can't think of anything. It's like, I don't watch a lot of TV as it is so if i'm going to watch something i'm going to want to you know it's it's going to be something good so yeah i couldn't think of a bad show that i would actually recommend you know what i i actually have one home improvement oh okay because here's why i really like the show it's not particularly good or exciting even as far as sitcoms go and basically every sitcom trope you'd expect like Oh, it's the special someone gets sick episode. They do everything that any generic sitcom does, but it is fun to sit there and watch it. Hmm. You, even if it's not like, like if you shouldn't watch Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince is done very well. It has those touching episodes, but does them with a bit of a twist. Yeah. And it makes it a bit unique. But what is there unique about Home Improvement overall? It's basically every episode, Tim goes, arr, arr, arr. Yeah, like fucks, Home Improvement. Fuck, like I yeah. watched a ton of Home Improvement, and it's yeah, so not I. something I would partic- I particularly go, yeah, I feel like I would pass that on and suggest someone watch that. That's an interesting recommendation. Yeah, because I like the show, but it's not a good show. I mean, maybe it's not bad, but it's not like... 
it's not an exciting choice, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's sort of like, um, well, like all that air that those type of A B yeah, like yeah. I, like I grew up with TJF. Are any of those shows really great? Like right, I like yeah. like like I grew up with Step by Step, and I really liked Step by Step. It wasn't yeah, really like a family good show. Could be Family Matters. Fa- could family be Family fa- Yeah. See, I'd say Family Matters is a good show, but I also know a lot of people really hate it because it does fall into the trap of, oh, and it, it, this it is has its it yeah it has the thing that everyone Urk, kind of latches onto yeah. when it Urkel. it's like focuses on solely on that yeah. for yeah once Urk, the end. Yeah, like like here's the thing I actually really like um Family Matters but. Once Urkel becomes popular, there is no show that isn't just Urkel. Right. Yeah. Like I even like the yeah. ones where they had the um the booth that everyone hates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where then he would he would become cool. He would become yeah. Einstein. Or yeah. and then there's the weird later seasons where people were recast or people were missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's go ahead and look at in the chat. Someone wants to know, do we think there'll be reprints of the booster cards? I mean, they've reprinted New Evolution like twice already. So it's one of those cases where you just kind of have to find them, and it's just a matter of I can't spend hours looking at card shops and places to find restocks, so you're sort of on your own there. Do you have anything to say about that or not really? Nope. Ian wants to know, do we prefer digital world arcs happening in real time or dilated time? This is such a um, good question. Here's the thing. The time only matters it being dilated if they use it. And while they are using it so far, they're kind of using it in a way where I'm not sure it actually matters at the moment. I would hope it, it matters more later. It depends on how long they're going to it you know, how long will yeah. the seventeen two hour span actually last like is this going to be half a season is this going to be yeah. are they rush brushing up against it by the end of the arc uh, that like, that's, that's what i mean like 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 if this is a half season arc then it doesn't really matter if it's yeah. if it's in the next episode we find out there's only two days left then it matters if the time is moving forward in a way where they're just sort of not forcing the characters to rush from place to place then it matters yeah like I, I mean, the answer to that question is which, whichever one they use and make it count. Like you can yeah. use dilated time and make that matter. Although I, 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 I did miss, I did miss, <laughs> I missed Ian's next line. That applies across all media, not just adventure. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I mean, think I think this applies to everything, though. Yeah, it, yeah, basically, I generally prefer real time only in the sense that there is a sense of eventually there are real world ramifications, but they do have to play with those real world ramifications. And that's sort of the critical element of that. Like that's something that you could, that I kind of felt was missing in something like sabers where there was a lot of real time where there wasn't real time, but you know, back home was sort of static and, and as opposed to something like Tamers, or even to a much lesser extent, Zero Two, where the time they are spending in the digital world... Was plot relevant. Still, it's plot relevant, and yes. there is time elapsing in the real world, and it matters. And yeah. in both of those instances, there are people that have to cover for them. Zero and Two was very are, good about that, I have to say. Like, absolutely. Fine. Yes. Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, the Tamers... And with Tamers, even, you know, the parents become more concerned and begin to worry about them. And, you know, they wonder, are they going to see their kids again? And that feeling only escalates as time goes on, that they use those very effectively. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really just a matter of, it's a storytelling element. It's not good or bad or preferred or unpreferred. It's just what it ends up being used for, if at all. Yeah. At At least for me. I don't know. I co-signed that. Yeah. I just, I guess if you, if I'm, you know, gun to my head, answer the question, it would be real time because when you play with that, you can play with it a lot more effectively and punch a lot harder. You're not wrong. Another one that was sent in, uh, they say, we've mentioned it in passing and in joking. Could survives delay, be it moving to next generation consoles? I mean, realistic, I, I don't want to sound mean, but when you look at the game, just making it 4K 
or even upping the frame rate, there's no real benefit there. Like, don't get me wrong, I think it will work on those systems and it may run better, but there's no difference between that now and, say, having a game on the Xbox One and on the One X. I don't think Digimon survives a game that needs the next generation to do that. And also, you really don't want to run into that trap of trying to keep up with the latest latest engines and keeping up with that because you can you can find yourself running uphill and not getting anywhere in a hurry well and the thing will never i i think with survive in particular that'd be hard because like cyber sleuth is not the prettiest game but it does with its style very well yeah digimon survive you can't stick next to anything else and have it go that game looks good if that makes, I I'm not saying it looks bad, but you know what I mean. Like you can put you can put Cyber Sleuth next to other 3D games and go, it's stylized anime. That's the style. When you have more of the sort of stuttery sprite, multiple piece sprite work of Survive, which is a unique art style and doesn't necessarily look good next to other things. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see there being any benefit to moving it to next generation console that isn't a benefit that already exists. Like. If you played uh, Hacker's Memory on the PS4 Pro, it would do 1600 or 1700p, and most people aren't going to notice the difference between that and 4K. Yeah. I don't think Survive gets any more benefit from next-gen than that. Yeah, it doesn't look any better. Yeah. Uh, Ramon, Ramon, Ramon left a message that says, Home Improvement is a good show. I like it. I don't think it's a good show. But I watched I, it. I haven't watched it in many years, but I remember being very happy with Home Improvement when I was watching it. Um, yeah, I, I watched okay. it. I, like, I must have liked it at the time. Yeah, then uh, one sent in ahead of time. Are the new smaller figures good overall for product releases? I don't know if they're asking if the figures are good or if it's good for like the brand. The, it wasn't. I, I'm assuming they're talking about the brand and not the figures themselves, because these these are meant to be like basic, cheap, cheap figures. They're not meant to be nice, high end things. And I, I think having affordable stuff for the brand is always a good thing, because yeah, I mean, th- I mean, especially for the price, these are like not, these do look nice considering they're small, ten dollar figures, basically. Mm-hmm. I don't like to particularly go, you know, try to dissect whether an individual release is good for the brand or not like that just feels a little nitpicky you sort of have to appreciate everything as a whole well i i see i took it as they were they were wondering if having cheap basic stuff was good i mean yeah i mean that i mean that's all because here's the sorry go ahead have a, you know, if you have a line of products good better best options yeah it's just and that's the thing is is like for example and that yeah that's the thing like I wanted to get the Precious Gem Omega Man. I got it. That's not always an option, even for me. Sure. $10 figures? Hell yeah. That, more of those. And we know we're getting a Wave 2, and hopefully we get a Wave 3. Yeah. Or else a few people are going to be left out. Um, Ramon wants to know, do we think there'll be Digimon Survive news at the Bandai event on July 22nd? Here's the thing. There's three events. Here's the thing. There's three events coming up. Any of them could have it. None of them could have it. Um, The weirdest one I saw was that someone said the. I don't remember who it was. The message got copy pasted to me. The most likely one's Digifest. If Habu's invited to Digifest. Um, I. I I mean, technically yes. Yeah, but but like the last time we had, and I think this came up last time. The last time we had Habu at an event. We didn't get anything. Yeah. He just kind of read off cue card stuff we already had. Yeah. I mean, it could be a case where he's invited and he just shows up, says this is still happening, and that's yeah. it. And it may also be a case where, like, next order, I don't believe they did stuff with producers. They just let the game speak for itself, for better, for worse. Mm-hmm. Um, another one, someone wanted to know, do we think it's still possible we could get Atmon on Blu-ray or DVD? It, it, I it mean, might you have to be a while, but there's always I'm, a chance. Yeah, you have to remember it's all, it hasn't been subbed and up that long, and Adventure because of the delay isn't even ten episodes in. So, I that's kind of the focus for now. I would say this might also be a case where it might be like years from now when although be, all the kids who grew up watching Atmon suddenly get nostalgic yeah. for it and be, if, I, demand for it. I'll be fair. I took this as a release as in like a U.S. release. 
Oh. Because it has DVDs in Japan. I, so I may have just misunderstood what oh, was yeah, being asked. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, that's what I thought. It may be that the person just meant Blu-ray and just... Although the, the DVD wasn't the original question we got, so I don't know. Yeah. I'm... As far as an, a U.S. release, I'm very skeptical of that simply because if you do a U.S. release, I feel like a show like that would have to have a dub, and I don't think they would invest in it at this point. I mean, there could always there could always be a random Asian dub we're not aware of, and they could just slap it on the disc. Yeah, that that's yeah. happened with some releases. That's, that's happened, but I've I have not heard anything about a random English dub. Yeah. So. Well, we'll see. And usually, usually I'm connected enough to voice actors where, if, you know, I would have heard something. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about random as in recorded in Asia and English. Oh, I've, they they sometimes get English actors. They sometimes do, but not often. Like, like how many people talk about the English dub of the Savers movie? Yeah, right. I mean, mo- 99% of people do not know that exists or that there are alternate English dubs for most of the movies, in fact. I've, I've talked with uh, I've talked with actors who have said it's like yeah so I recorded this thing of um this thing of Dragon Ball for Asia yeah well that one's that one's just weird because that one like is name name vo- uh, American yeah. voice actors yeah in fact I think a few of them were in Canada at the time the old Dragon Ball Z dub was being done and are playing the same characters I think. Oh no, not in the case I was. I'm thinking of not the people I've talked to. Okay, I may just be. I'm. I may just be getting confused because they got Brian Donovan for that one Vegeta. But they thing. might have gotten Brian. Do- they might have gotten him for that. They might be the same dub, but it's not the same actors I'm thinking of. Okay. Um, we have one more prepared question. So you guys, this is your last chance to ask anything in the chat. Do we think the show works better weekly? I'm assuming, like, this is one where, like, again, we need the information. I assume they're talking about the podcast because I do. Oh. Because you wouldn't, that's the way, sh- do you think this is, isn't about the podcast? And they're asking if they think it should be binged for yeah, the anime? A, yeah, that's a tough one because there aren't even some, like, I think it tries better when you binge it. So, like, the question is, is the reboot better when you binge it versus, say, binging the original adventure? See, I, I, see, I, see this, I took this as an R show. Oh, yeah, that's, ooh, ambiguity. I'm going to take, let's see, you can take this as our show. I'll take this as, um, I'll take okay. this as watching the reboot. Okay, you, reboot, you answer, okay, yeah, you answer yours first. I, I prefer the reboot as a weekly thing. I think that the way they set it up especially with that kind of overly long flashback at the beginning of each episode and the uh and the kind of sort of ending a cliffhanger each each time sets it up nicely for kind of building that suspense for waiting a week that I don't think quite executes well if you're just binging everything I think you'd get kind of get tired of it over a while I, I also think as it opposed, helps sorry god as as opposed to the original adventure that feels more like something you kind of want to binge to get through some of the daft bits. See, in that case, I would say the weekly energy also helps because, like, we really do see everyone get amped up when it comes to Saturday for the show to air. It really does, yeah. Because it's something new that everyone has access to. It's not expensive to get. It's everyone getting it at roughly the same time, and it works well that way. As for the podcast, I would say yes, because we can go over everything and not feel like we're killing ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, and for it, sure. And, I like and, it, and it I also... Like yeah. It also doesn't kill my Saturday afternoon. Yeah. It, well, part of doing that was just to attempt to get May as often as possible. No, I understand that. It's yeah. just that Saturday afternoons, my kid's awake. Yeah, and, and weekly... We have to do something with him. Yeah, and weekly also helps with stuff like the polls. Yeah. Like, because if we did this once a month, it may very well have been the case that every poll from beginning to end was opened and closed in between episodes. Because last time we did number one, two, number two Mm -hmm. closed, but number three is open for another week. You guys get to hear about it. Mm -hmm. Next week, we should be talking about the opening for number four, I imagine. Yeah, I I believe Friday and Saturday is when they'll swap for number four. So we'll be talking about that. There'll be a few days left. Well, we won't. Well, I guess we won't be talking about that. Our favorite Kazuna moments, because we haven't seen it. But yeah, 
Well, and the most important thing, well, we do, and one difference that does help is a lot of times when bigger stuff is announced, it is when it's Friday for us and late Friday or early Saturday for Japan. Yeah. So, like, for example, I believe Digi Navi's this uh, Thursday night for us or Friday morning, however you want to put it. Already? Yeah. And that means <laughs> because it's because it's the 17th in Japan, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And that means that then. We, if there is something actually announced, we do not have to throw out. We do not have to throw up the whole show to rush for twelve, you know, twelve hours, twenty four hours later, and it, it just makes it a little more coherent. Especially since we get in the cases like that, we get the day or two to see what else might pop up. Yeah, I'm on vacation this weekend too. Crap. <laughs> Yeah, I'll get back on Monday and catch up with everything. To be fair, if it's like the last few Diginavis, it'll just be, so that happened, we got to see Chick, uh, the Agumon suit, and they talked about the CSAs a bit and we didn't care. I assure you I will not be waking up early for that one. I still like the one time when I explained to you how I go about doing those, and you're just like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Because I literally have like five or six windows open. I'm doing ten things back and forth. It's like stupid. I got up for the last one, which is I think the first time I ever woke up for one and just um, casted my uh, I just casted my YouTube up on my screen and laid on my couch and watched. The weird I, number two was the weird one because that one they had English subtitles prepared, like real English subtitles. Oh dang. That one was, I think one was the one you were around for, and number two, you just decided, I'm not doing this shit again. <laughs> yeah, but, no, but, I, but yeah, like, there were actual English subtitles, like, soft English subtitles, reasonably translated, not great, but reasonably well, and not, they weren't just, like, automated translations, they were actually done by someone. Nice. It was terrifying. Because it meant That's that I had to keep another window open, because only one of them had the translations, and it was the one that yeah. was behind. <laughs> so I think that's it for that for this episode. AR, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me digimon.firstagent.net is my review blog on Twitter. I'm First Agent ARP. And May can be found at Ancient Irismon and Lost in Translation Mon. She will hopefully be back to talk about Joe. If she's good, we might let her talk about Mimi a bit. I mean Mimi will still be in that episode and it's Mimi, so I assume she'll do something. Yeah. Um, you can find me at With the Will easily. Do we have anything else to say? Nope. Okay, we'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye.